0: Welcome. You're listening to the Making the Shift podcast, where you learn how to go from employee to CEO and build a wildly successful coaching or yoga business. I built my coaching business while working as a teacher, and now I'm obsessed with helping other women do the same. Each week, I will teach you high-level mindset and business strategies that you can implement right away. I'm your host, life and business coach, Denise Venieri. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm, as always, so excited to be here with you all. And today is like an extra special day. My kids went back to school. That's not why it's extra special, but I didn't. I feel giddy just saying it, honestly. I did not have to go back. I put my resignation papers in, as you all know. And today was the day that the New York City schools went back to school and I wasn't there. I'm not there. And that's just cause for celebration. It's also cause for me to remind you of what is possible for you too, that you do not have to spend the next 20 something years in your corporate cubicle wishing that you could go full time in the business that you're really, really passionate about that you can start growing your business now, building your business to make your transition into full-time entrepreneurship a reality by just deciding right now that that is something that you want to do. To listen into your desire and create that for yourself. I'm telling you now, it's going to be my rally cry that if I can do it as a mom of 3 and working, you know, 40 plus hours as a New York City teacher, you guys can do it too. Okay. I'm going to dive into today's topic, which is something that I don't think I really truly understood at the beginning of my business. In many ways, I had this going on, but it wasn't intentional. It was just, I was very lucky, very, very, very lucky to have created a community around me that wanted to learn from me. But I wasn't intentionally creating that community. It was something that just naturally happened. Now, I want to save all of you a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of maybe stress in the earlier part of your business. And this is something that will evolve over time. So even if you're beyond the first few years and you're you know, you are making consistent 5K months in your business or 10K months in your business and you're already, you know, beyond six figures, this is still relevant. So what I want to talk about today is a client funnel, okay? Not a funnel like what you might hear being talked about on the internets, right? Like you have to have a funnel, you have to have an email funnel. That's not the kind of funnel I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the client journey journey that your clients will take. And we're going to call it like a funnel because it's very much the analogy, the metaphor that I want you to picture in your mind is like in the shape of a funnel. So the client journey is important for you to know and intentionally create. It's kind of how I want you guys to think about it. I, like I said, when I started 10 years ago, I didn't even... I mean, I was so naive. You guys, seriously, like I laugh at myself now, but back then I was like blissfully unawares on how to grow a business. I just was having fun and creating workshops based on what people suggested I should create a workshop on. People would take my classes and say, hey, I, I love how you did You know, yoga sequence. Your yoga sequences are always great. Could you do a workshop on sequencing? Yeah, totally could do that. People would ask me, um, you know, hey, that thing you said uh, during class, like, I love the theme of today's class. I really wish you would do like this, like journaling type of workshop. Sure. I'll create that. <laughs> I mean, I literally created so much of my workshops based on what ideas I got from the live people in my class. My yoga class, And the experience I had as a newer yoga teacher who really didn't see herself as having a business, I actually had one and it functioned very much like the way my business functions now online. It just was in person and bless my young self that I just intuitively did things. I made intuitive decisions in my business that I can make the connections now that what I was doing back then was intuitive, and now I'm being way more intentional with it. So let me explain. Those people that approached me and said, hey, I really love how you do this. You should totally do a workshop. I listened to my audience. Now, my audience at the time was in person, right? I was leading a class, and at the end of a class, a few people would say you should do a workshop on something, and I was listening to my audience, That is the same thing that I do now. It's literally the same thing. I am listening to my audience. I'm listening to my clients and what they are asking for. Now, they are not necessarily asking for it as directly as let's say the my students were in the yoga in the yoga studio. It's a different kind of listening. I'm listening to where my clients are getting stuck. When I get on consults with people, I'm listening to what are the common things that my clients are coming to the consult for? What are the areas that they want help with? I'm listening to people that could be my ideal client and then I'm creating for them. So your client funnel is important insofar as where are you meeting people? Right? So a client funnel is the journey that a client goes on or a customer goes on from their first interaction to you, like where they first hear about you, where they first meet you to the next step of where will they get to know you? How are they going to learn about your offer, what you stand for, what's your perspective and maybe how to work with you, all the way to them in the final step, really becoming a paid client or a paying customer. That is the client funnel, the client journey that you want to know how you're doing that. Now, if we go back to my story, I didn't know that that's what I was doing in the early, early iteration of my business. I was just meeting people in the yoga studio teaching classes and then I would do a workshop and a few people would come and then they would tell their friends and more people would come and then those people would recommend me, ask me to do another workshop and I would run that workshop in a few weeks later and that's really what I was doing. And now I do the same thing in my business, even though my business doesn't look anything like what it used to. And I'm a little bit more intentional about it. I'm meeting people and they're getting to know me and then they are deciding whether they want to work with me and then they do. Those steps are still the same. Where and how those things are happening in my business are very, very different from where I started, but I'm still going through that same process. And I want to suggest to you that even if you've never really thought about it for your business, you definitely have a client funnel. Even if you've never assigned a client, like you could be really brand new to your business. If you've never assigned a client and you haven't even had a consult yet, that's not a problem. You still have a client funnel. So I said at the beginning of the of this episode that your client funnel, I want you to think about it that way because it's such a good metaphor if you think about a funnel, right? It's really wide at the top and the funnel gets smaller and smaller and smaller until it gets to that really skinny point at the bottom. So the reason why I like this analogy is because at the very top of your funnel is where you're meeting a lot of people. In order to sign one client, You need to meet a lot of people in order to sign 10 clients, 20 clients, 30 clients. You need to meet even more people. You need to have an interaction with a lot of people. So that's at the top of the funnel. Now, that doesn't mean that every single one of the people that you interact with are going to become your client. It's not going to happen. You're always going to have way more people that you interact with than you will sign as clients. And that's not a problem. But what you want to do is decide where you're meeting these people. So like I said, I didn't know that that's what I was doing, but in hindsight, I can look back and I can see exactly what my client funnel was even back then when I wasn't even online. So don't think that it has to be online because my business was largely in person, You might meet a lot of people at networking events, and that might be your jam. You might be so good at meeting people in person. Maybe those people that you meet in person and then you sign, you might get a whole lot of referrals from. Maybe referrals is how you're going to build your business. Maybe that is a huge component of your client funnel. Perhaps it is online, right it could be very well that you are maybe you have a facebook group and you have a lot of people in your facebook group or you're going to grow one maybe it's a podcast and you have a podcast that gets a lot of organic reach you know I'm not one for Facebook ads, but for some of my clients, they have been successful in their Facebook ads. Maybe Facebook ads is part of their client funnel. It's the journey that their client is going to go on from the very first interaction all the way to them becoming a paying customer. And there are literally thousands of ways that you could create your own individual client funnel. And this is something that I work with my clients on all of the time, because in the beginning, what I see so many newer entrepreneurs doing is they are trying to be on way too many platforms. They're trying to meet people in way too many places. And it's it's spreading their energy out over multiple places rather than just devoting all their energy to one place, really working that strategy until you feel like you have a really good handle on it and then adding something else on. And I see this because, you know, I see this with my own clients, but I think what happens is there's some comparison. So you look at other people in your industry a lot of well-known people in your industry, and you're like, what are they doing? Because clearly it's working for them. So I'll just replicate what they're doing. But some of these people have huge teams and they have hired people to help them, you know, spread their content and their the value that they're providing over multiple platforms. They're not working by themselves anymore. We're in the beginning of your business. Now you're probably a solo entrepreneur. Maybe you have a VA, but you don't have the same kind of energy to be out on all of these platforms. And so what I recommend in the very beginning, when you are consciously and intentionally creating a client funnel is to figure out like, where does your ideal client hang out? Where do you want to hang out? Where do you want to meet people? Where is that a match? And to put your energy there and to let time go by without changing anything. So many people keep changing their strategy too soon. So they will, you know, they'll start meeting people in one place And after a month, they think that it's not working because they haven't immediately gotten a consult and then they switch their strategy only to go through the same thing 30 days later and then again and then again and then again. And unfortunately, so many people end up quitting their business too soon because they never actually allow the strategy to work itself out. So again, that top of the funnel where you're meeting people can be anywhere. It's, there's not one platform that performs better than another at the top of this funnel is how are you thinking about yourself as you're interacting on that platform? Are you thinking about your ideal client and what would really help them? What, what could you teach them or share with them that is really going to help them get a transformation or a quick win? I would spend way more time and energy in their head. I spend way more time and energy in my ideal client's head than I do in my own. I hang out and I think about, I hang out in their heads thinking about what do they want and why don't they have it? Where are they struggling and what can I teach them? I get so much inspiration from my own clients. I get so much inspiration from my own journey and thinking back to myself, a few years ago and where I was stuck and what I struggled with. And then I go out and I create content that speaks to that, to try to shorten the time or basically to shorten the time that all of you are, are spending really doing not, I don't want to say you're doing the wrong thing, but, but doing the thing that's ineffective and is slowing you down. So again, if we go back to this funnel, the top of it is Where do you want to meet people and pick one place? Just decide it's the best guest you're going to have right now. And I'm sure all of you are super smart. So you'll probably pick the best place that your ideal client is hanging out. And it's a place that's going to play to your strengths and you're going to have fun doing it and then put your energy there. That is where you are connecting with people, right? You make that first initial connection. And then that's a lot of people. That's at the top of that funnel. And then remember, the next phase is how many of them are going to hang around. It's going to get a little, that pool gets a little smaller. Not a problem. But this is where you nurture people. This is where you, you're not just connecting with them. You're really nurturing them. You're letting them get to know you, like you, and trust you. Where do you want that to happen? Again, there's so many different ways that you could nurture relationships with people. It doesn't have to look like anybody else's place or funnel. You can just develop your own and see what works. So for example, I have a client who thinks Facebook groups are like the best place to nurture people. And that might be true for her, but I have another client who has started to do reels on Instagram and her, her latest reel as of this morning had 60,000 views and she had a consult signed up. And that person said that it was that specific reel that really put her over the edge. So they met, I believe on Instagram The woman had found her on Instagram and was getting nurtured on Instagram. And then it was this one particular reel, this video that she did that put that client over the edge to want to book a consult. Looks totally different than my client who runs a Facebook group, which also looks completely different to a client I have that is primarily on LinkedIn. Isn't really even on Instagram, is but not really. So that's not where they're focusing their attention. They're focusing more their attention on LinkedIn. And I have another client who's, I mean, I think she posted once on Facebook or twice, got a bunch of people signing up, and everything else from there has pretty much been word of mouth and in-person interactions. They all have businesses that are killing it, but their client. Funnel, meaning the journey of their client from the minute, the moment that they met them, all the way to them becoming a paying customer, they all look so different. So, what is the place that you want to meet people, and then how do you want to nurture them? That combination is endless. The next thing that would happen in your client funnel is making very clear offers to people that they can work with you, that you can help them and that they can work with you. And it depends on the nature of your business. A lot of my clients do strategy calls or discovery calls. Some of you might have like an application if you're at that place in your business where people have to apply to work with you. Again, it's a very clear offer where you are letting people know that if they want to take that next step, that there is a way for them to do that. One of the things that I see so many super, super talented people doing in the online space is they are not making a very clear offer. They're not clearly stating a call to action and spelling it out for people. I see so many people doing this. They write these beautiful posts. They have amazing content. They're consistent. They are showing up all of the time. And then they are not clearly stating what is the next step for somebody to do if they're ready to work and ready to do that work. If they're ready to hire somebody that is doing the exact thing that they can do, they're not clearly stating, this is how you book a call with me. This is how you can learn to work with me. And essentially they're leaving it up to their audience to figure it out on their own. And they're just not going to do that you have to spell it out for them and make a very clear and compelling offer. Okay. So this is for those of you who are not getting consults. It could be for two reasons. One, you are not creating a compelling offer. You might be missing out on that call to action. So that's number one. If you're just not doing it. Number two, if you are doing it, you're like, no, but I am making a clear offer. Then you haven't figured out how to compel someone to hit the consult button or discovery call button and book a call with you. So, you have to learn how to compel someone to take that next step. Okay. And again, remember that funnel gets smaller, right? So, that large top part of the funnel is where you're meeting a lot of people, you're connecting with a lot of people. Then, the next phase is where you're nurturing those relationships right? You're still providing value and they're getting to know, like, and trust you. The next step is inviting them to take the next step to work with you. So making a very clear call to action on how they can do that. The last piece is pretty much where you make a very direct offer to a person, right? Or to an organization where you are saying, here is how we can work together, This is what the investment looks like. And if you are getting a lot of people onto consults or discovery calls, whatever you call them, but you're not converting them into a paying client, then what you have to troubleshoot is a sales process issue. There's something going on on those calls where you need to troubleshoot and figure out what's going wrong essentially because when people sign up to work with you to get on a consult call they want to be a yes there was some reason that they were compelled to get on that call so they wanted to be a yes but something happened on that call where they weren't compelled to follow through and actually pay so these are, this is why knowing what your client journey is and the client, that client funnel, like what it actually looks like for you, because then you can troubleshoot. Is this a problem where you're not showing up enough in one place long enough for people to really know, to, to really get to know, like, and trust you? Are you posting and showing up consistently, but not getting Any consults, right? Then it's probably a a marketing issue or messaging issue. If you are getting a lot of people to sign up for your consults, but you are getting more no's, a lot more no's than you are getting yeses, or you're not getting any yeses, then it might be a sales process issue. This is why knowing your own funnel is so important because then you can pinpoint exactly what area to troubleshoot. Okay. So, just to reiterate, a client funnel doesn't have anything to do with. In my world, doesn't have anything to do with lead magnets and Facebook ads and trip wires and all these like you know fancy technology things. Literally, when I say client funnel, I mean from the point where you are on their radar to them becoming a paying client, what does that journey look like for a client in your business? I highly recommend that you all take the time to just sit down and figure that out for yourself because then you will know exactly where to spend your time. And if you are spending your time there and it's you've been doing it and there's some breakdown, you'll know exactly where that breakdown is and then you can troubleshoot it okay my friends I know this one was a longer one that maybe I anticipated but I felt like this was such a necessary one because I see so many of you spinning your wheels trying to figure out quote-unquote how to get clients and I wanted to address this in a way that you could think about it from a place of service right where can you show up and serve how can you serve those people more by nurturing? How can you serve them even further by making an offer to them and serve them even further by working with them? I hope that this episode sheds some light on this for you. As always, I am trying to help all of you collapse timelines, work in part-time hours so that you can scale your business and do the work that you love. Okay, my friends, until next week, as always, Go make some epic shifts. Hey, if you're ready to grow your business, I want to invite you to learn about coaching with me. Set up a time by going to denisefinerycom forward slash consult. We spend one third of our lives at work and it can be purposeful and profitable while having the impact that you want. So until next week, go make some epic shifts. Thanks for tuning in.